Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real, I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey, everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and this is episode 131. Um, and I'm still, if you're if you're an avid listener of the podcast and you watch, like when you look at the podcast numbers, I know it's wrong from what iTunes says. And that would drive me crazy too if I took some time to look at it. We don't know why it's like that, but this is definitely episode 131. And I today's episode is sales. So this is one of my favorite and most frustrating conversations I have. So why is it frustrating? Because I have a really deep belief that the way that we are taught to do sales as, as a woman is radically different than how we are, how, how, so how we do sales versus how the guys do sales radically different. What do I mean by that? I hear all the time from clients, quote, I don't want to be salesy, end quote, or quote, I don't like selling. Selling makes me feel gross. I'm like, end quote. And so here's, let's talk about, this is going to be a bit of a longer one. So, I mean, I know that most of my podcasts lately have been under 15 minutes. We might go over. So just kind of brace yourself here. But so I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of selling to, you know, according to Kara, according to what I've seen. And I want you to just really maybe grab a pen and a paper today and just start jotting this stuff down. Um, Write down like what your experience with selling has been. So I'm taking it back old school. Like I'm talking when we were two, three years old watching Sesame Street. I'm 45. I'm a kid from the 80s. And that's what I grew up watching with Sesame Street. And a whole bunch of other shows that I will talk about in other episodes. But um, so when I was little, I remember very, very vividly the Muppet on Sesame Street who had an overcoat and he would open it up, excuse me, all sketchy like, and he'd say, what do I got to do to get you to buy an A? And like, that was legit his line. That was his opener. And yeah, he was teaching us the alphabet, but what else was he teaching us? He was teaching us the horse shit that is selling. So that's like your very first, some of you, most of you probably, that is your very first like introduction into sales. How do I scam this person? And where did that, that little skit come from on Sesame Street? It came from like all the things we've heard about New York and PS it's still that way in New York. I've, I mean, I haven't been in a, in a minute since COVID, but I went to, I've gone to New York multiple times and it, it can be very much like, you know, open your trench coat and you've got a bunch of Rolexes in there on canal street. Like if anyone's been to canal street, you know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. So we have this like crazy old history of selling, you know, people say snake oil salesmen or used car salesmen, all of those things. And so women, like when we start to establish that women are different from men in all areas, the world is going to make a lot more fucking sense right now. It doesn't make sense because we're trying to, there's every, you know, the narrative is still trying to make us behave like a guy. And then the, 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 
the, the establishment then wonders like, why do, why are these women having all this anxiety? Why are we feeling depressed? Why are we feeling totally inadequate? Because we're trying to be something we're fucking not. We're not men. We're not men. We're feminine, divine creatures. And that's what we are. Yes, we have masculine energy. I talk about it all the time. This is my whole entire company is masculine, feminine energy in business and relationships and life. But we are not built the same. The things that motivate a man are not going to motivate a woman. So once we get that and once we like move away from why is she not feeling good? Because I'm telling her all the things to do. Well, because you're telling me the wrong fucking things to do. Like, that's it. So I'm two years old, three years old. I'm, you know, the whole Sesame Street fiasco is happening. I'm learning about sales through the Muppets and then enter my dad, my dad, you know, God rest his soul. I miss him so, so much, but I'm going to make a bit of fun of him right now. So he was a used car salesman, right? And like, he did a bunch of different sales, I think, but mostly he just loved, he loved cars so much. So he, that's what he ended up selling was cars. He would tell me some sketchy shit about Keystone Ford in Winnipeg and call them out. Some sketchy shit that they would do with odometers. And that's like back in the eighties and nineties. So here I am, you know, learning sales from my dad, who's old school, you know, what do I got to do to get you in this car? And of course I'm allergic to sales. If I'm watching that, that doesn't feel right to me. That doesn't, and like, they make a game of it and he's not the only one, trust me. And I'm like, okay, so cool. You know, I'm, so now I've got Sesame street, sketchy guy with his fucking trench coat. Now I've got my dad talking about all the sketchy crap they did at the used car salesman. Then you have all the shows, right? Like every single used car sales or used car lot. What did it look like? It had this cheesy, unkempt man smoking a friggin' cigar, just like just totally nasty, 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 like with bills flying out of his hand. So like all along, you know, when you're and, and the, I mean, I'm making jokes about stuff, but like it, it actually isn't a joke because this is part of how we've learned now over time. And especially in more recent years, that that sales that salesmanship I learned from Zig Ziglar like I learned from and and again man like I think about all the times I've sold I've been selling something for my whole career whether I was in an official marketing capacity or whatever and I remember one of the first sales jobs I had was for Ladies Choice Fitness it was a gym um, franchise that came from the U.S. came to Canada I was living in Winnipeg and I got a job to sell member gym memberships and it was, and I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I'll do a refresher, but I was working and I think I was about 18, 19 ish or something around that. Yeah. Probably 19 or around that. And this guy, Tim was our manager from the U S and he would say to us, you got to make them work out so hard that they absolutely think they, they're so out of shape. They have to get a membership. That was our sales training. Make that person feel so shitty through the workout you're about to put them through that they're going to think they need us. Like, I think everybody needs to work out. That's, that's common knowledge now. But like, imagine being, you know, 19, I'm fresh, ready to go, very excited. And then I get that advice. I'm like, what the hell? So there's one time the 16 year old girl came in and it was my job to train her. And I did, and I made her faint. I worked out so bloody hard that she passed out and I went to go help her. And Tim goes, leave her she'll get a membership if she thinks like whatever. 
And I was like, holy shit, like, this is so fucking scammy. What the hell is going on? I actually walked out of that place because he slapped me in my forehead once. Like, he said the F word and then he slapped me in the forehead. I was like, what is this even? Like, what the fuck? So I left and he actually chased me and begged me to come back and it was just pathetic. And I did. And eventually I quit. But like these are, and then, you know, when I worked, I worked in publishing, I did ad sales, same thing. It was like, how can you make that person feel so desperate? They need you that they buy from you. Like that's the tactic. And by the way, it is still the tactic for many people, many coaches in particular, you know, like how fucked up is your life going to be if you don't come and work with me? And, and here's the problem with it. So this is, let's fast forward now to, to current day. So now you kind of maybe have an idea of why your sales, um, like why, why you have feelings about sales the way that you do, because we've not been conditioned to have a good relationship with selling something. It's that simple. It's, it's been, how do I strong arm somebody? How do I convince them that they're fucked without me? How do I make them feel so shitty that they buy the gym membership? That's the, that's the foundation that has been the foundation. So things are changing. Sure. Right. You have Dean Graziosi, you have people like, but even Tony, like there's some, you know, I, I mean, I don't feel like he does a hard sell, but I know some of his reps do, and it's not cool, you know, and they get in shit for doing that kind of crap. Um, so nowadays, you know, we've got all these women who want to be coaches and consultants and, the, and, and MLM people, right? Like who have really beautiful products, but they're all, they all say the same thing. I don't like selling. Selling makes me feel bad. I don't, it makes me feel gross to ask for money, blah, 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 all these things. So here's what I'm going to say about it. We do different, we do sell differently. And so as a woman, the way that I sell quote unquote, I've never, I've actually said for a number of years, I don't, I'm not, I'm not in sales. I'm a relationship builder. And that isn't some bullshit fucking put it on a Hallmark card kind of statement. That's the truth. I literally do that. Now, when I get on a sales call with somebody, I listen, I'm not talking. I'm not, I don't have an agenda. And maybe, and, and this is the thing, a lot of male coaches or females who are in their masculine selling in hunter mode, they'll say that's wrong. Well, I, cl I, I close nearly a hundred percent of the women I talk to. So I'm okay if that's wrong. I'm doing all right with the close rate if that's wrong. So when you, when you look at it that way, when you look at it, like you're building a relationship, then all of a sudden the pressure is off. I'm not sitting here talking to the prospect thinking, fuck, she better sign. I never, I literally never have that. I actually don't even hear no, even in the other company, when I do sales for the content company, I don't hear no there either. I hear no, they say it and I go, yeah, that guy will come back or maybe someday. Like I'm not getting caught up in the clothes. I'm caught up in the woman. I'm caught up in having the conversation because here's what's real. Even when I sold retail, I could sell jeans to anybody. I could sell clothing to anyone if I was in that hunter mode, but then they'd bring it back and then I would lose the commission or I would lose my fucking, you know, my status where I was on the totem pole of selling. What kind of work into closing that sale? just to have it come back. I, and I don't like that feeling. I, that, that feels like a loss to me. So when I'm talking to him about selling and I'm, I'm doing a masterclass on this very soon, because this is the crux and the problem for many people who are like, I want to start my own business, but I don't know how to do sales. 
They're obsessing about the sales part when they need to be obsessing about the person they're serving part. So when I have a conversation with somebody, I'm listening to what her needs are and whether or not I can provide a solution. When I'm clear about the solution I have, like my solution to a woman who is looking to transition from her job or business into a mission-led, mission-driven business, my solution is to be able to pull that out of her and help her create a brand and business tactical things around that so that within three months, she's comfortable to go and start doing the things I'm helping her do. Okay. That's what I, my solution, if she came to me and said, I want to sell more widgets because they're cool. And because I like money and I want to have 10 Lamborghinis, I could not serve her. I'm just not in that zone. I can't serve a person like that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with how she's doing it. I'm just saying that I'm not the person for her. So when someone's talking to me and there are women I have had conversations with where they have zero impact driven anything impact is, is not, is not even on their radar. Okay. They're really about, this is a good idea. I'm going to make the money and Bob's your uncle. I can't help people like that. So in a call, if I, if that person ends up in my discovery call process, which by the way, doesn't happen very often. Most of the women that end up there are there because they know exactly what my jam is and they're not there for, you know, version a of what they're, they're looking for in terms of like just making the money. So when the person ends up with me, it's like when I went in to buy my Mercedes, I didn't need to be sold a single thing, like literally nothing. I didn't, I didn't need to know any, I knew every single thing about what I wanted to do with that car. I was in there to just buy it. Literally. That is what happened. I walked in and I said, I want it. Let's wrap it up. People don't come to you totally blind anymore, especially my coaches, right? People already, and if you're a fitness coach, people already know they need to lose weight. They just maybe don't know how you don't have to convince them. They need to fucking lose weight. I don't have to convince you that you need to start a business. You're coming to me because you already know that's what I do. And if you are, if you are somebody who wants to stay in a job, you're just not calling me. So when I'm in a discovery call with you, I'm listening. Like, what does she need? Is she, where are her pain points? And this is the thing. And we just posted this in our Facebook group. Like I'm not selling you on pain. I'm selling you on pleasure. I want to show you like the benefits of starting the business, an impact driven business. I don't want to sit here and tell you, you know how much it's going to hurt. I will. I'll tell you if that's what you want to hear, but I don't feel in alignment with like rhyming off a whole list of things that like are going to make you feel bad and purchase. I want you to feel good and purchase. Like, is there a cost of inaction? 100%. Will I bring it up for sure? But I'm not, I'm not beating it. Like I'm not beating down with it. Like I'm not sitting here saying, if you don't, if you don't do this now in five years, you're going to block. Like, I'm not here to make you feel bad. That's not how women sell. And that's why women don't sell because we think we're supposed to make you feel like shit in order for you to buy. And I just intuitively that feels fucked and I won't, and I just don't subscribe to it. And the problem is, is that that can work for men, but when it works for a man and he sells to a woman that way, how many of you, and I mean, listen, I'm not, I can't use podcast. I won't know, but how many of you just put your hand up energetically feel like shit after you've been sold to like, that is what happens. I don't want to be sold to, I don't want to be convinced. I just want to come to you with my problem. And I know that you can fix it. I don't need you to show me new fucking problems over and over again. If you see something that like, if I see something 
And I've had, I've had um, conversations with women who I'm like, so you're not ready for my program. You actually need some mindset work first because I can put you in the program. It's $4,000. You can pay me no problem. However, uh, you're not going to do what I need you to do because you're not ready yet. So I need you to do some other work before you come to me. If you're not comfortable doing that and you're just still like just looking at the dollar value and saying, fuck it, I'm going to bring her in anyway. That's why you don't like selling because that will blow up in your face. What will happen if you bring somebody in who isn't right to bring in just because you're trying to close the sale? They're going to be a terrible review for you because they're not ready. They're going to feel energetically heavy in your group. Or if it's a one-on-one, it's going to feel like work all the time. And you're not going to get anywhere. And if you're energetically feeling that stagnation, then she will or he will. And then nothing positive comes from that. So instead, why not listen to what the problem is? And if you feel confident in, in, in selling that item or service or whatever, all I do in any of my, this is literally, if you want to record whatever you need to do to copy this, it's fine by me. But I will say, okay, here are the ways that we can work together. Number one, you can do my mindset program. That's six weeks. It's a thousand dollars. We'll go deep into your mindset, you know, as deep as we can in six weeks. That's, that's way number one. Level two, the STO Academy. That's the business accelerator. That's where you're going to learn how to launch a business where you're going to refine who you're talking to and how you're talking to them. That one's 90 days. That one's $39.95. Awesome. Then I say, okay, well, we could do one-on-one clients, but it's reserved for, I've only got two spots for that. And I go into it. And then I just say, so what do you think? Do you have any questions? And almost all the time I, I get, well, I know, I, I know, I'm, I know I need to work with you. I'm just gonna, what do you think is, and they literally ask me what I think is best. And I will say, I don't think you're ready for this, this, or this. I think you need to start here or yes, you're ready for this. But so like, it's not a, I'm not, I'm not trying to convince anybody of something they don't already know. They already know they want to work with me when they get on the phone. They've already asked me. And why do I know that? Because I, I don't, again, yes, you want to do follow-ups. Yes. You want to, you, you know, be assertive, but you don't want to be aggressive and like, pushing, pushing, pushing. It doesn't work for the feminine divine. Like I will say it forever. It just doesn't. And, and if you, if you have ever been sold to by a woman in her masculine, holy shit, is it brutal? It's painful. It's so painful. I can't stand it. Like I've often, if I get, I will say, listen, lady, I mean, I'm telling you right now, you're, you're coming on way too fucking strong, right? Like it just, it will never work on me. The people that sell to me, quote unquote, sell to me are the ones that I'm talking about right now. Like my coach doesn't, he, I don't find him pushy at all. And he just kind of puts it down, drops it down in front of me and goes, okay, well, like you decide, right? This is not a, this is not a, I'm not going to strong, you know, push you into it because he knows, but I've had coaches where they're like, this is it. You got to do this or else or blah, 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 all this stuff. And that's why women don't have this, the confidence in selling. It's just that simple. So I'm, I am going to do a masterclass on this. So if you're, if you're listening and you're interested, just reach out to get on the list. Um, there's going to be a landing page coming up soon, um, which if you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, I will announce it there. Um, TikTok, I'm also getting active on. Ha ha. I know it's been a minute, but 
Um, I will have links to, it'll be a free masterclass. It's looking like it'll be about a three hour class around selling, selling authentically and like selling as a woman, because this, us trying to put on the guy's like trench coat and sell as him, it just doesn't work. It's never going to work. It's never going to make you feel good. And it's never going to make the person you're selling to feel good. So we got to, we got to change it even more radically than we have already. Um, because it's, it's just, you're not, we're not accomplishing. We're not, you know, because here's, here's sort of my final thought. Like when you try to sell in the masculine, it's not sustainable, like for you as eventually you'll be like, Oh, this feels gross. And then you'll stop doing it. You'll stop doing the things you need to do. So Hopefully that was helpful. I love you all. I will see you on the next episode. Have a great one. Bye.